BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Quick, quick, Melly, 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 Melly. It's Joe Murray on the Sports Hub. Hi, Gerard. Uh, congratulations on on the job. Just a, a thought on kind of following that up. Do you plan to officially name an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special teams member? And what's your vision of what you want from this team, both offensively and what we've seen from you defensively? And will the Belichicks remain on the staff? That's like four questions in one. Sorry. <laughs> Only one chance. That's about to get them four. All That's about four questions in one. I, uh, the first one was what? What's the first question again? Break it down. Will you officially, will you uh, officially name coordinators? Uh, I think it's important. I think titles are important. And I know uh, no knock to Coach Belichick, who has been a huge mentor to me over the years as a player and as a colleague. What I would say is I believe titles are important, outward looking. But as far as in the building, I don't care what your title is. It's what's your job? What value do you bring to the organization? And I think that's the most important thing. And sometimes I think in business and sports, people get caught up in titles. But I also understand the other side. If you want to get, if you want to continue to get promoted, people have to know exactly what you do. But like I said earlier, in, inside, it's all about collaboration. That's what Thunder talked about, and that's what I'm about as well. Well, I guess you don't have to worry about the next offensive coordinator getting the title because Gerard Mayo is going to give him the title. And when I say next offensive coordinator, if you're just tuning in, it's because Bill O'Brien's gone. Off to Ohio State to become the offensive coordinator of the Buckeyes. Your thoughts, your reaction. Where do you go from here? Do you want Josh McDaniels back? Do you want somebody else? I think I can take a pass on McDaniels third time around. And, and by the way, that, that doesn't mean that I don't think Josh McDaniels is a good offensive coordinator. I do. Josh McDaniels is a better offensive coordinator than Bill O'Brien. I just think now's the opportunity to go into the McVay system, to go into the Shanahan system, to find the next young hotshot guy. And that's what the Patriots should be in the business of doing. I don't believe you do that at head coach. You know, for the last couple of days, and it's Matt McCarthy in for Joe Murray tonight. For the last couple of days, I've heard, oh, you hired a defensive guy. Oh, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't hire a defensive guy. You need to fix this offense. No, you hire a head coach to run the program. You hire an offensive coordinator to run the offense. My head coach does not need to be the play caller. Look at Josh McDaniels. See how that's gone in his two stops. Josh McDaniels was at one point a bright young offensive mind, is now still a bright offensive mind. He's not the young hotshot guy anymore. He's been in the league 20 years, 20 plus years at this point. But he's a good offensive coordinator. That doesn't mean that he's a good or going to be a good head coach or has not been or has been a good head coach. He has not been a good head coach. So hiring the young hotshot guy to be your head coach, I don't think you need to do that. 
But I do think you need that on the offensive side of the ball. So if I'm the Patriots, Zach Robinson is the game, the name that I'm going after. You're going to hear about him. He's the uh, passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach with the Rams. So you can get him because this would be a promotion for him. It's offensive coordinator. McVay calls a lot of the plays out there. Although I shouldn't say he calls a lot of the plays. I mean, McVay runs that offense. I don't know exactly uh, how involved Zach Robinson is in running the offense. I will do some research on that. But that's the profile of the guy that I want. Get your hands on the McVay system. Go and try and find the next guy there, and he's the next man up. They've had Kevin O'Connell there. Uh, you know, their offensive coordinators have gone on to become head coaches because everybody is looking for the next guy, right? The next young genius. The next guy who's ever sat in a room with Sean McVay before. This is where you go for him, for the OC position. Not for the head coach, but for the OC. Robinson was here in 2010. He was drafted by the Patriots. Don't know how much Mayo knew him before he moved on, got cut. But that's a name I'm going to circle immediately. I would go that route instead of going Josh McDaniels. You need to find the guy who's going to put together a completely new offense, new quarterback, new weapons, new everything. This is a massive hire. Massive. You need to get it right. Have to get it right. And that's where I'm looking. That's where I'd like to see the Patriots go. Your thoughts, 617-779-0985. Chuck in D.C., you're up first tonight. McCarthy in for Joe Murray. Hi, Chuck. Hey, what's up, man? Nice to talk to you, brother. How you doing? Um, just wanted to – good. Not bad. Just uh, saw this news and had to call in. But um, I got two things for you. One, quickly on O'Brien. I think you nailed it with your synopsis. He wasn't necessarily the problem, but he clearly wasn't the solution. We overrated that big time. Now, to your question on Josh McDaniels and the next offensive coordinator, do I want Josh McDaniels back? God, no. Like, I'm done doing this thing where we bring back – we just keep bringing back these old assistant coaches – but I actually think this vacancy will provide us with some gauge as to who's really in charge on there. Because I just have a sense that Mayo's the one that want to be the one with the new offense and have a new vision on that side of the ball. Whereas I think the Crafts would be just fine and love if McDaniels came back. So this actually provides us with an opportunity to see, you know, who's really in charge of the organization going forward, I think. Yeah, Chuck, I think that's a great point. I do. The Crafts very much like keeping it in the family. And, you know, I believe they like Josh. And I believe that maybe at one point Josh McDaniels is the heir apparent here before Bill Belichick kind of outlived. Not to say outlived. and make it sound like the guy's going to die or whatever. But, uh, you know, professionally outlived uh, perhaps the, uh, the expectations there or, uh, I don't know, the succession plan or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, if you go back to Josh McDaniels again, and and again, I think Josh McDaniels is a good offensive coordinator and a better offensive coordinator than Bill O'Brien. I do. But I don't like the idea of doing the retread thing. Can you do worse than Josh McDaniels? Yes. In fact, you did just do worse than Josh McDaniels and Bill O'Brien. But now's the time where I think it's helpful to go outside the family to get new thoughts, new blood in here. I had no problem with the Mayo hire, even though he's been here, you know, and, and maybe, you know, people say, uh, you know, they should have interviewed people from the outside. Uh, they should have gotten more ideas. They should have looked at, you know, other people who haven't been here. Okay, sure. Fine. I, I didn't have a problem with them doing that with Mayo uh, because in, based on, you know, the stuff I heard yesterday, I think he's the type of person who can run a program 
which is what I want from my head coach. But with the offensive coordinator, that's where their ideas are too old school, too stagnant. They need fresh blood on the offensive side of football. They need fresh blood in personnel, and they need fresh blood when it comes to the offensive coaching staff and the offensive philosophies. This is where I want the Patriots to look outside of the organization. Not to mention, too, you've got the third overall pick, and that guy's going to be on the offensive side of the ball. I want my offensive coordinator, whoever you're handing all of this over to, I want that person to have a big-time point of view in that draft room, particularly given the fact that I don't know who's running the draft room right now. Massive news tonight for the Patriots. Massive news, uh, well, obviously for Ohio State, but just in general here for football in this town. Bill O'Brien out. Who replaces him? That's the next question. Uh, We did, of course, just have the Bruins game. That's a good win for them. If you're driving home from the game, we've got room for you at 617-779-0985. Rusty in the car. Hi, Rusty. How you doing? Happy New Year, my friend. Yeah, you too. I only disagree with you half the time when I call him, but I just want to say this. I am totally disappointed tonight that Colorado came out flat. You know, the Bruins took advantage of that, especially that Laco goal, goalie out of position. Mm -hmm. You know, Colorado did play Monday and Tuesday. You know, they're wrapping up their whole trip. You know, I was just really aggravated. You know, it was a Bruins season ticket. I did see them choke the game in uh, Arizona. I went out to Arizona last week. And I was just disappointed. I wanted to see a really good game. You know, Coyle hit himself with the stick. You know, that goal was offside, too. But I understand it's a hometown crowd. But Monday night, Winnipeg's going to come in and roll them. I can't wait to see that. Hopefully Shipley comes in. Clutterbuck plays well. But, you know, it's just aggravating to see a great team come in here. And they were just flat, and the Bruins took advantage of it. It's no, no big win. And everything that you need to know about being a Bruins fan tonight, there's a girl in the Jumbotron with that T-shirt. I wish I what, what? Huh? What are we doing? Uh, what T-shirt? Do I even want to ask? I don't want to ask. Just a brutal call from start to finish. Just so he's a Bruins, Bruins season ticket holder that yep. is going to the games hoping they lose. Right. It's strange. Odd. It's a nice way to put it. I, I, no. No. I didn't like that. Uh, I didn't like that call one bit. Uh, you're right. There was not a not a single single thing there I can I can really hold on to. That call was uh, very similar to Bill O'Brien's stint here in yeah, New England. Nothing, nothing really to latch on to. I want to uh, do some digging on on more of the candidates here moving forward for the Patriots and where they head. 617-779-0985. Skaz, I think we should effort somebody tonight. Maybe Alex Barth, maybe Evan Lazar. Uh, see if we can potentially get you know somebody in here to break this down as to who the candidates might be for the Patriots moving forward. McDaniels is the first name that comes to mind. Is he going, however, uh, to Atlanta with Bill Belichick if Belichick ends up in Atlanta? And do you want McDaniels back? Your thoughts. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. It's a quick update, then right back with you, McCarthy, and for Joe Murray. Still like and Bertrand get you through the midday. Joe Murray gets you right through the night. I actually spoke with women today. On the Sports Hub.
Bill O'Brien out. Off to Ohio State. Matt McCarthy in for Joe Murray tonight. 617-779-0985. Patriots are going to have their fourth offensive coordinator in the last four years. That That's a sign of a healthy organization. Well, to talk about it, we go to the Volkswagen Dealers Expert Hotline. We put out the Barth signal. Alex Barth, 985thesportsub.com. What what did you tell James Scaramazzino when he called you, Barth? <laughs> what took you guys? I was waiting for your text. <laughs> what, it took us, what, 15 minutes to text you? I don't know, maybe. some Something like that? What do you make of this? Right? Time. right, exactly. Well, thanks for hopping on, particularly so late, Barth. Uh, you're the person... Uh, that I want to talk to tonight, and here's why. Alex Barth, 985thesportsub.com, joining us. Last year at this time, you pushed back against the O'Brien hire. Not not by, if I recall, not by saying he was a terrible coach, a terrible offensive coordinator, but you said he's not a savior, and you need to stop talking about him like he's this transformational coach, transformational figure. Am I putting words into your mouth, or is that exactly what you said a year ago when that hire was made? No, that's pretty fair. I, I, I said that he wasn't, he was the best hire, but not the perfect hire. He was the best hire they could have made at that time. I still believe that, but he was hardly a perfect hire. He was hardly a home run. I think people, and I get why people confuse the two, but sometimes there isn't a home run candidate. And it was a bad year to need an offensive coordinator. And I'll give him credit. They made the best of a bad situation, but you know, I didn't think it would go particularly as bad as it did. I, I thought O'Brien would get more out of the group than that, but there were some things you saw, I think, from O'Brien last year that, you know, carried over from issues he had in his time at Alabama. So you do at least assign some level of blame to O'Brien uh, for the Patriots offense last year. I mean, you have to. He was the offensive coordinator. It's, you know, it, it, he, he can only work with the personnel he's given, but it, it took them a while to get Pop Douglas going. Uh, they didn't do a ton, I thought, early on to kind of work around the issues they had on the offensive line those would be things that fall into the offense coordinator and the penalties penalties were a big problem for o'brien's alabama teams and that was one that i looked at and i said this can't follow him back to the nfl like is it just college kids making mistakes or is it something with his coaching and we saw obviously a number of offensive penalties this year especially along the offensive line are you surprised that he's gone i'm not surprised he's gone i mean to go take the OC job at Ohio State is surprising for a number of reasons, both uh, Patriots-related and college football-related. I, I didn't see that one coming, but uh, I'm not entirely surprised that he's gone, no. So you said last year was not a good year to need an offensive coordinator. Is this year a better year to need an offensive coordinator for the Patriots? What position are they in? Where do they go moving forward? Well, we don't know because we, we knew with Bill, right, the kind of people that he would hire. We don't know the kind of people Gerard may have looking for. We don't know what kind, of, what kind of offense he wants to run, what his philosophy is. The offensive coordinator will be the big thing that tips us off to that. So they could go in any direction here. I mean, it's hard to kind of nail down. You know, there's the obvious candidates. There was a report that he'd be interested in a reunion with Josh McDaniels. There's guys like Zach Robinson, Shane Waldron, Chad O'Shea, who have been in the building before. And then you have, you know, some of the hotshot names. And Zach Robinson and Shane Waldron belong on both lists. But you have guys like T. Martin, uh, guys like Jerron Johnson in, in Texas and in Houston, Kellen Moore, if he gets let go by the Chargers. Like, there's going to be options for him to, for, for the Patriots to consider, for Jerron Mayo to consider at this position. It's going to come down to what do they want their offense to look like? How experienced of an offensive coordinator do they want? And I think also, if 
they're planning on taking a quarterback, which quarterback are they planning on taking? Does this in in many ways help, I guess, a Josh McDaniels reunion? Does it make it more likely? You know, to your point, you know, Barth, he's been there. He's done that. The Crafts are familiar with him. Um, we know that he's a you know a good offensive coordinator, I guess, although his, his track record without Brady is spotty. I mean, the Mac Jones year certainly helps him. There are a lot of other years that maybe aren't so great uh, without Brady. But given the Patriots have the third overall pick, they might be taking a quarterback. Is this? Do you see the Crafts or Gerard Mayo putting on kind of a full court press to try and get Josh McDaniels back? It would make it, it makes sense, and I know people don't want to hear that, but he is good with quarterbacks. A lot of the issues, the down years you're referencing, are when he was a head coach, which he's not a head coach. We've established that, and that is, in a sense, part of what would make him a good hire. You see it; they they have a defensive head coach now, Gerard Mayo. How many times do you see quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, offensive coordinator brings them up, and then in a year or two, that guy's gone? and the quarterback falls off. We've seen it happen across the league. It's even happening to an extent to guys like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. They're missing, you know, Brian Dayball and Eric Bieniemy. So when you hire a defensive coach, this is always kind of the knock on defensive head coaches is, well, your offensive coordinator is going to turn through them and your quarterback's going to have, you know, three coordinators in four years. You don't have to worry about that with Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is by no means a flight risk. He's not getting hired away. If he does, it's going to be a a long time from now, probably on that quarterback second contract. He'll already be established. So that is kind of the draw with Josh McDaniels. He's good with young quarterbacks and he's not going anywhere. And those are, those are two big factors. Now he might not give you the kind of new agey offense that some fans want. He's going to give you what he's going to give you. They're going to bring back the fullback. They're going to bring back kind of that power football that, you know, slot receiver dominated, attack the middle of the field style of offense. It works. Maybe not the flashiest thing, but it works. But there, there is a really strong – I know fans don't want to hear it, but there is a strong argument to bring Josh McDaniels back. Yeah, so, so Barth, obviously I don't want Josh McDaniels back. I think a lot of people have sour uh, – you know, feelings towards him after the way things ended. But I, earlier today, actually was looking at, I think it was the Eagles or one of these teams that needs an offensive coordinator. And two of the names on the list were former Patriots guys that aren't Josh McDaniels. Do you think there's any chance like Chad O'Shea or Nick Haley is back here, someone like that? So I have Chad O'Shea on my list. He'd be an interesting one. So what I meant to say before about McDaniels, because Matt, you asked if, if this makes it more or less likely. Yeah it kind of was looking like, all right, McDaniels or O'Brien, one's going to follow Bill to we think Atlanta, and the other's going to stay in New England. Well, now O'Brien's off the table for both. So is Bill bringing McDaniels with him to New England? If he does, and the, you know, Mayo still wants that kind of familiar face, I think O'Shea is probably the most realistic hire in that regard. I wouldn't love it. I, he wasn't great at the time as an offensive coordinator in Miami. I don't think he was bad, but he, he wasn't outstanding either. And he doesn't have the experience of the track record that a guy like Josh McDaniels has. If they miss out on Josh McDaniels, I'd rather see them go elsewhere. But, yeah, would like I, I have Chad O'Shea written down on my list. It would not surprise me if Chad O'Shea's name comes up here in the next day or two. Interesting. So, uh, Chad O'Shea, you know, just because I'm not exactly following assistant coaches around the league like you, Barth, he is the wide receivers coach and passing game coordinator uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so so there you have it. So throw Chad O'Shea on the list. Uh, throw Nick Cayley on the list. Uh, 
How about some other names here? You mentioned Robinson, Zach Robinson, who's a guy who's been here before briefly as a player, 2010 draft pick. So he was here when Mayo was a team captain, different sides of the ball. Who knows how much, you know, those guys know each other, but at least he's, he's been here before. How much does he do in in Los Angeles? I mean, obviously it's like, it's kind of like the old Belichick thing, right? Like you're hiring a Belichick assistant, but how much did that assistant really do? How much did Patricia really do? How much did Mangini really do? Was it all Bill? I would. I guess I have the same questions about Zach Robinson. I mean, I love the profile, right? Young, bright, offensive, coordin- you know, uh, passing game coordinator, quarterbacks coach in the McVay system. Like, but how involved is he really? What's your sense with that? It's tough to tell. I would say McVay's tree is generally more successful. Right. Matt Lafleur. Kevin O'Connell, Shane Waldron, who's another guy that belongs on this list, Zach Taylor. Uh, so McVeigh's assistants have been able to go on and have some level of success. I, I, I can't tell you I follow the Rams coaching structure closely. These are the kind of things I'll be up until 2 in the morning researching tonight. Um, but based off past Rams assistants, it's not something I, I wouldn't shy away from him being like, oh, it's all Zach Robinson. I think past hires out, or it's all Sean McVay. I think past hires out of that tree have kind of proven that those guys can go out on their own and succeed. Alex Barth, 985thesportshub.com, joining us. He's going to stick around, uh, I believe. Is that correct, Barth? Yep. All yep. right. Barth is going to stick around. We'll continue to uh, cover this. Bill O'Brien heading to uh, not Alabama. He was in Alabama last year. He goes Alabama, New England. Ohio State Patriots in the market for an offensive coordinator. What does this mean for Josh McDaniels? Is he going with Bill Belichick? Is he coming back here? Who are the candidates? We'll continue next. Matt McCarthy in for Joe Murray tonight. We got Alex Barth alongside as well. More Joe Murray coming up on the sports. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Around here, we call them the Joe Murray Pre-Party. It's Felger and Maz Afternoons right now. Joe Murray on the Sports Hub. Matt McCarthy in for Joe Murray tonight. We got Alex Barth alongside reacting to the Bill O'Brien news headed to Ohio State to become their offensive coordinator. Is Bill O'Brien the cooler? Alex Barth, how's this, how's this for a stat? Bill O'Brien spent eight total, total years working for either Bill Belichick or Nick Saban and didn't win a Super Bowl or a national championship. That is that is something else right there. Wow. That's, that's wild. And you know what? I, I know people mostly don't care about the college football element of it, but part of what's interesting, part of the report is that he's being – He's going to Ohio State to take play-calling responsibilities away from their head coach, Ryan Day, who is facing calls for his job heading into this offseason. So this is 
the third job in a row where he's being brought in as like the fixer, essentially. Yeah, and you know it's interesting too from O'Brien's perspective, like going from NFL OC to college OC. You know, coming you know coming to New England did not exactly you know help his reputation. Uh, you know, we heard things about how he wasn't popular in Alabama. The fans run, wanted to run him out of there. He comes up here. It's obviously not successful. You know, this is a guy who, you know, Barth, just a year ago, we were probably talking about like, oh, Bill O'Brien will come back here. He'll, you know, you know, get the Bill Belichick image rehabilitation. He'll, you know, fix Mac Jones. And, you know, two, three years from now, maybe he'll be candidates for, you know, head coaching jobs, you know, elsewhere in the NFL or maybe back in the college ranks. Uh, that's not happening right now because he, he took an OC job in college, not, not in the NFL. College. I mean, that that does not. This does not even feel like a lateral move for for Bill O'Brien. It, it feels like a half step down, maybe. I guess. Yeah, no, and I mean, it's in a place where the coaching staff doesn't have a lot of security right now, and that that is a, a I think a big part of why it feels maybe like a step back. You, you talk about the head coaching, you know, row with him. He was supposed to be. I remember in twenty two. When the Patriots obviously end up going with Matt Patricia, everybody wanted O'Brien that year. Yeah. And it was a ridiculous take at the time because it was, he's not coming here to be an OC. He's got a Heisman winning quarterback. He's going to win a national championship in a second year at Alabama. And he's going to have his pick of all the college jobs next spring. So this goes back a couple of years now that his stock was supposed to be on the rise. And the last year at Alabama and then this year in New England, obviously it's been a hard reset. So, Barth, uh, you know, overall your profile of what you want the next offensive coordinator to be. We just talked about Josh McDaniels coming back here, you know, how he probably would not be a head coaching candidate somewhere else, or you could get the young, hot shot guy. On the Alex Barth checklist for next Patriots offensive coordinator, what are you looking for? I think you've got to go one of you gotta go hard one of two ways. Either go get Zach Robinson, the next guy who's never done it, who is the hot name in coaching right now and is going to revolutionize things, or you go with the veteran head coaching experience, not a flight risk, you know, is going to do things his way, is going to do things the way they've been done, coach. And that's not just Josh McDaniels. Another guy I look at is Frank Reich, who was let go by the Panthers. He obviously yeah. has had success in multiple spots. I think having a former head coach on the staff with Mayo is certainly valuable. Uh, I think there's, there's a lot of positives for a guy like that. I think there's also a lot of positives, again, for a guy like Zach Robinson, who's been there before. The guy I'm not super interested in, believe it or not, is a guy like Kellen Moore or Cliff Kingsbury, who is just looking to bolt, is going to come in purely as a, I need a stop. This is right. a stop I can take right now. And then I, I think that's as important or more important than whatever it looks like schematically, because what they're doing schematically the last two years didn't work. And that's going to have to be blown up one way or the other. And, you know, we could get into a debate about, you know, the pros and cons of different styles of offense. That That's all just what do you prefer? There's no real winner in that discussion. I think you want somebody with with a certain mentality first. And then from there, you build the offense from that. Well, it's a great point. And uh, we'll leave it there. Alex Barth, great work. Uh, you'll be reading him tomorrow, 98.5thesportsup.com. He's going to go spend the next five hours researching every single offensive coordinator candidate under the sun. He will have the definitive list, uh, I'm sure, in the morning. Alex, appreciate you staying up late with us. Talk to you soon, bud. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, sounds good. Alex Barth, as all of our guests joining us on the Volkswagen Dealers Expert Hotline. I think it's a great point that he makes. Like, 
you know, you can bring up Cliff Kingsbury, but that's probably a one-year thing. You can bring up Kellen Moore. I mean, how many one-year stops did Norv Turner have? And he was a great offensive coordinator, right? But if you're trying to build something here, you either need the young hotshot guy who's never done it before and you're taking a chance on him because he might be just that brilliant, or you're going out and getting somebody who's not a flight risk. And I will say this, I'm not crazy about the profile of Josh McDaniels, but he's not a flight risk. He's not going to be an NFL head coach again. Should that give you more? Should that make me consider Josh McDaniels more? I got to sleep on that. I will. I'm going to have to think about it. You too back there, Skaz. You think, you think long and hard about that.